0: Go on,
1: And check out uh, your your studio. You uh, and it's 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 definitely grown since the last time I've been over there. I mean, this was all pre-COVID, so thank God, it was even longer. Before the 2016 is when I I got to come hang out with all you guys. But uh, you're actually you're you're originally not from Australia. You're from Finland, correct? That's correct. That's
2: correct. I was born in Finland.
1: originally for school that you moved to Australia?
0: Yeah, dude.
2: I used to climb professionally when I was younger um, and because of my schooling in America I wanted to do university in English language so it was kind of US, Australia or England I guess the choices and uh, I ended up coming here um, a bit of, out of a chance but uh, yeah I very
1: much liked it. So what was, what, was your, what was your original major then that you were going to school for in Australia? uh business marketing okay well that, yeah. it, it, it kind of worked out because uh that's that uh I was gonna say tying it all back together the the whole finland thing you uh you own your own business which is uh oh, fin, label, yeah well the record label finn fin audio and then also uh it it has it officially changed to finn industries or is it still finn industries uh,
2: no it's still fin industries the business name uh the Equipment we make, so the brand name
1: is Okay, uh, so that also ties into your your outdoor adventure life uh, because I know you do uh, a lot of outdoor gear like uh, backpacks and uh, repair, you also do dog stuff like toys you do, uh, I mean what else you do, dog backpacks uh, equipment gear, record bags record bags
2: (laughs) yeah bags were kind of one off. Um, I'm still doing, doing them again, but mainly it's uh, flying equipment now, um, search and rescue, dog stuff, um, uh, a lot of stuff for North Pole and South Pole expeditions,
1: um, bits and pieces like that. Really, have you, have you been to either location, Antarctica or North be- Pole or?
2: No, no, but for the last 10 years I've been making gear
1: for a company that
2: takes people there. Um, okay. I, I haven't been there myself. I mean, I've been to the Arctic plenty
1: of times, but I've never been to North Pole or South Pole. Okay. So, what? Uh, when was it that you decided that you wanted to do music then? Um, I think I was...
2: Living in Finland still, um, and I went to some of my first raids with friends. From uh, after the climbing competition, I went there with some friends from the team. I'd never been to a raid before. Uh, I think I was 19 years old or something. And I loved in America going out to concerts. I was a big, big, big fanatic of going to fish shows and grateful death shows. And um, there's something about the atmosphere that I really liked in those concerts rather than other concerts and that's the same thing that I kind of found with rave in Europe and uh, I guess it just got my attention and I think electronic music was easy to get into because it, was, it wasn't it was a mainstream piece of music back then. You could kind of think, oh well, well I don't know how to play piano or guitar, I don't know, know I can't sing, but <laughs> I could make electronic music um, and I think that was the easier avenue to get into it that way and then you know I quickly started DJing and absolutely fell in love with it and
1: it just was a- and then you decided to make it even more complicated <laughs> by <laughs> going the uh, the hardware route.
2: Yeah well look I started playing live hardware way um, and then got into computers in 2000 I had my first computer. And then, I guess around 2010, maybe switched back to Completely Hardware and left the computer alone, totally. Okay. Um, yeah, so it wasn't hard to go back to it because I've already, I've, I've learned my first bits and pieces on APC 2000, which I still have up there. With my beautiful photo of Tony. <laughs> 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 so I'm, I'm I learned, I learned my way around that and uh, old roll and drum machines and stuff before the computer. So it was, it was easy to go back to hardware. Um, it was more just now learning to write things to sound a professional and productive. That's something that it took me a long time to get better at, let's put it that way.
1: Yeah. So I know uh, if you're in the Australia area right now, you'll... Uh, soon we'll have uh, an opportunity to uh, catch you live if if anyone is listening from australia right now that uh wants to come experience you and uh, you're actually the next show you're playing is with some some pretty big names as well right
2: yeah yeah so mel music week kicks off um well first of all we're out of lockdown for so those guys i think we did something ridiculous like 260 plus days lockdown with a couple weeks off in between so I haven't had a show um, since June. I think I managed to squeeze in two or three gigs in June in that two week period that we're open. And then everything closed up again. So I haven't played out that much. And even before that, we weren't locked out for so long that I kind of reorganized the studio just for production, just for writing music. I wrote a lot of music. Um, but, I haven't put my machines in flight cases or taken my kick mixer out you know, for a year, so it's, it's it's interesting now getting it back together. A bit of a different menu when I'm taking it with me, but um, we've got a really good night coming up at Melbourne Music Week on the seventh of December. One of the headline shows in Melbourne, um, and it is all live acts, and it's run by uh, Awesome Soundwave, which is Carl Cox's record label and Chris Cole.
1: Yeah, he's, um, he's actually going to be doing a, a live set as well, right? That's, this is new for him?
2: Yeah, I believe it's the first ever live set for Carl Hunt. But he's playing with someone, so he's not doing it solo. Um, then there's Honey Smack, who's a legendary live actor from Melbourne. We call him... Our, uh, I suppose he's... Um, he's our king of acid in Australia. Um, and then there's another guy called Monolith the song, Gelsi, me. Um, Yeah, so five live sets. Um, There's a warm-up DJ, but there's no other DJs
1: in between. So it should be an interesting event. Awesome. Uh, Where can people find info about that?
2: Uh, You can find it at uh, Melbourne Music Week. Uh, They have a website. It's uh, MW... No, double M-W, M-M-W, or you can go to the Melbourne Music Week on Google and find it. Sweet. Um, there's program listings.
1: Now, uh, is there any other shows coming up that people can catch you at?
2: There is. Uh, I've got my first one this weekend. So Saturday, I'm playing um, at a local club down the street here um, for a label showcase called Machine, Machine Label. It's an Australian techno label. Um, Which club is that? That is my Aeon. Okay. Did you go there with me? I, I did. I did. My house. Yeah. Um, closer to me than the uh, uh, Suit driving drive in car wash place. <laughs> 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 Which is now actually a uh, car wash drive in burger place.
1: I love how they still kept the, the food aspect of it. I know,
2: I know, only in Melbourne. <laughs> so, happy night. um, I'm playing live there with some uh, with a couple other acts from the label. Um, that should be good fun. Uh, I think it's been the first night for my many clubs to open up in Melbourne. So, most places are sold out. Um, regardless of where you go I think for the next two weeks in Melbourne you'll have amazing nights because they'll be sold
1: out and everyone's just hanging to go out and dance and see people awesome Mm. now uh, the uh, the new music that you put out that you sent to us uh, what's that? yeah yeah
2: yeah. that's right
1: what uh what, what is this? When does it come out? How can people get it?
2: Um, this one is, the EP is called, it's a 4-track EP, uh, it's Electro. Uh, there's not a single 4 by 4 track in there, it's more sort of 909 driven breakbeats and Electro-based. Uh, it's called Funkin' Space. Um, it is on machine label uh it comes out officially on the 29th of november it'll be available on all the majors from big Port to apple music so on. I, I believe you can do pre-orders on bandcamp right now um it is
1: up on bandcamp do that because artists make the most money on bandcamp order it on bandcamp do it yeah. now
2: <laughs> first machine label um dot Oh, is their website or oh, if you go to the bank account, it's a machine label from melbourne sweet uh, and it's their latest release they, they do a lot of good techno I, I believe this is their first electro one that they've done so let's hope it gets a lot of good hype um, i've got some good feedback already from some um international promos that we sent out last week so um, yeah i'm hoping that this will do the rounds a bit overseas.
1: We'll uh we'll definitely get it playing out here in Detroit. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> now uh if, if people want to check out more from you outside of the EP, uh is there anywhere that they can do that? Like your personal Bandcamp, SoundCloud, anything like that?
2: Yeah, uh I've got a few releases on various labels, but I guess the easiest place to start is always Bandcamp. Um I have thin audio music on Bandcamp which is mine. Uh, label but it, it does encapsulate other items as well um, you can also search for Yanni Ho on Bandcamp and you'll probably find all the other releases um,
1: Beatport you wanna, you want to spell that for us, us English speakers out here <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The, the Yanni Ho Oh
2: so uh, for Yanni Ho go J-A-N-I Based H O. Search for the artist in Bandcamp, um, and you'll you'll get a list of different ones. Otherwise, my label is Finn Audio. That's F for phrase
1: I double N Audio. Sweet. Um, now. That's awesome. I was gonna say we, we we definitely can't wrap up this interview without talking about what's happening behind you there. What <laughs> uh, H-O. What are you? What are you like? What are some, I guess, standout pieces that you're rocking in your studio right now?
2: Um. Well, right now I've sort of pulled everything apart a couple of weeks ago and started packing up the live sets. So I took some of my favorite modules and put them into the fly cases. Um. The video I did for you, the live set, is, is actually using this setup here. Um. I can go through it with you. Oh. Probably start from the mixer. Um, At home, I'm usually using the big Allen and Heath. It's a 24 channel mixer. I use that for production. Uh, For live gigs, I have this small uh, Mackie 12 channel, little baby. Uh, I use a timeline uh, delay pedal and a basic uh, Boss reverb pedal. This one is one of my favorites. It, it has a shimmer setting that makes everything sound like the, you can make, you can get string sounds out of almost anything. Oh. Um, I call it my Detroit pedal. <laughs> <laughs> and then here, here I've got my after track, which is usually my sort of uh, either master clock or brain. Um, I don't run too many samples uh, quite rarely, just a few bits and pieces. Um, I do use it sometimes to play out my own tracks, for example I played Fast Cars on that which came out on Sawyer Records on vinyl, so I've had to sample my own productions to put it in here to play it, because (laughs) the way I made it, I can't actually take it out live, but now I can. Um, That's my drum section, so I've I've got my TR8 which I've had for nearly 10 years now, absolutely love this machine. That's my 808 clone, Behringer one, sounds beautiful, especially out in the system. Um, That's my Moog section, Uh, two Mother Moogs monosynths and the DFAM, which is sort of your percussion synth, which I mainly use as a a bass synthesizer, it's kind of my baseline machine. Here I've got a sequencer, kind of sequencing these things, Uh, I'm using now, I'm taking out my Pro 1 out for the first time, Um, I've got some drum modules here. Um, This guy is going to stay home, uh, but I've been using it if I've recorded stuff at home for drones and background sounds. Um, and this guy I've just purchased for my birthday. Uh, it's an ARP 2600, Behringer clone again, sounds beautiful. Um, to me it does all that Axis stuff, the, the Axis sounds that I love um, in Mills Records. So I'm, I'm taking that out with me, I'm still yet to determine how I'm going to put it into a in what case because it's rather big. <laughs> Um, And that's about it, really, for the live set. Obviously, there's a whole heap of other gear and crap in the studio from years gone, uh, which I still use a lot, but not everything all at the same time. And that's about it, really. Sweet.
1: Well, uh, I guess we can go ahead and wrap things up then. I want to say a huge thank you for Submitting the set for us to hear. Um, real excited to get this new EP in everyone's ears out here in Detroit. Again, uh, yeah, if just... you wanna check it out, look for what was the label again on Bandcamp.
2: I've seen the Audio,
1: or you can just find me as
2: an artist, Yanni Ho, J A N I H
1: O. And then the uh, the one that the new EP is coming out on. It's in space is out on machine label awesome all right well huge thank you for chatting with us as well and uh your of course uh in the background you've been hearing the ep so uh if you like what you're hearing definitely uh go buy it because you, you said you can pre-order it now right
2: yeah you can yeah Definitely go get it. I need to save money again so I can get back to
1: Detroit again. <laughs> Buy this man's ticket to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, uh, have a wonderful afternoon.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah? It's, uh, what, what is it over there like? Uh,
2: what are we at? Is it uh,
1: one o'clock in the afternoon coming to? Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, well, Huge thank you again, and uh, yeah, make sure you uh, keep it locked here to hear his setup next. Thanks, mate. I love your work. Always a pleasure being on your show. Keep it up. Hopefully, we can do this in person again soon. I can't wait. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Again, huge thank you to Yanni Ho. It was awesome catching up with him again. It's been too long. But yeah, this, all the music in the background, again, has been from his Funkin' Space newest release on the Machine label, Go Get It, on Bandcamp, Do It Now. And uh, But yeah, without further ado, let's get to his set here. You are tuned into Planet Funk on 313.fm. This is Yanni Ho. So that was Yanni Ho. <laughs> Huge thank you to him for submitting that set, as well as chatting with me earlier. Up next, Kara Kick Drum. This is a, uh, a live set that she put together um, just for some background. But uh, yeah, I caught up with her this morning. <laughs> morning for her, actually, it was like 3 p.m. my time. She wanted to do the interview at 7 a.m. Apparently, she's a morning person. I can't do it, but <laughs> anyways, uh, here's me and Chiara uh, earlier today. Hey guys, I'm here with Chiara uh, Kick Drum, originally from Italy, but now in Australia. How's going? Mm-hmm. Where it's where it's morning right now. I have to. I actually have to thank you because I I don't know if you're a morning person, but it's like seven a.m. over there. So
3: I am, I am, and that that's why I thought it's better for me to do it early in the morning. Because yeah, usually I'm up, you know, anyway, anywhere between four and you know five, six.
1: So. Jesus. So I'm a very
3: yeah yeah because I work better in the morning, so like, my morning. But I go to bed really early anyway.
1: So so I got I got to ask then. How do you survive in the techno world? I mean, usually we're going to bed at four <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Or do laughs> well, a. Do you, you just it. not sleep on those <laughs> nights?
3: <laughs> I usually I try to have naps. Uh, I'm, re- I'm, a, I'm a big napper, um, but, um, but otherwise, you know how it is when you've got the adrenaline, you know, the thing that you know you're playing, and you know you, you just do it. I end up doing it, but um, but I suffer, especially I think with age, it, <laughs> it gets a little bit, it gets a little bit harder, but. Um, but yes, you know, I, I still love it.
1: Yeah, I just switch. You know. Yeah, yeah. So as I mentioned, you're originally from from Italy. What uh, what prompted the move to Australia?
3: Uh, actually, my brother moved here first because he he married an Australian woman, girl at the time. They were really young. But anyway, and he he moved here and. I was just studying music in Italy, and um, and he was like, you know, why don't you come here and spend some time? And it's really lovely here. and I thought, why not? So, so I just left. I got a working holiday visa. This was in 2004, so now it's like 17 years ago. Um, and and I never came. And I never came back to Italy. Went back to Italy. So uh, I've been living here ever since. Because, as you know, Australia is a beautiful place, and uh, I completely fell in love. So. That's that's the story, like super summarized.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you, you said you uh, you were doing music in Italy then. Um, yeah. Was it electronic back then too?
3: No, actually, I was studying. Uh, well, I'm classically trained in piano, so that was you know uh, my first love, and you know with music and stuff, and then. I was studying jazz, um, and then at the time I was studying classical music and opera, like completely, like nothing to do with electronic music. I, I, I had no idea what was going on, in, you know, in the electronic music world. And until then, I moved here and because uh, actually I moved here and I was writing um, songs, but it was more, you know, I was singing with piano, it was, like completely different. Um, Alicia Keys kind of vibe, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, not, not as good as her, obviously. But, um, and um and then when I moved here, um the first people that I met, uh, that I made friends with, um, were all DJs and you know, into hip hop, you know, into graffiti and um techno house and so hanging out with them, I started learning about this, you know, completely new world of, you know, techno and you know, I started listening to the first records, you know, Jeff Mears and the Grand resistance, all the you know, the the, the legendary, amazing um, records that we all know and we all love so much and, and, and you know, I remember the first times that I heard them, I just completely fell in love and, and uh, I never looked back and then I just started, you know, researching it and collecting records and, you know, DJing a bit here and there and, um, yeah, and then it just kind of grew from there.
1: Oh, so, I guess moving to Australia did uh, more for you than you would have thought. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, I've yeah. I've never regretted uh, moving here. And and, you know, sometimes in life, things just happen for a reason. I believe that sometimes. You know, it's like because if I didn't move here, I would have stayed in Italy. I would have kept just you know living more of a traditional life. um, In you know. Also in an artistic sense, I don't think I would have, you know, looked around as I have moving here and, and you know, and, and traveling and meeting new people and stuff does that to you as well. So that's why it's such an important part, I think, of, of um, you know, our, our lives as, as um, musicians and um, artists as well. I think it's super important. So anyway, so yeah, I feel very, very grateful and very lucky.
1: Uh, I know you said you're you're still doing some of the like the classical stuff and uh, more traditional yeah. music as well because you uh, you produce uh, like film scores and stuff for for movies. Uh, you've also done some like live kind of music for pre-existing movies, and then also like uh, some TV shows and stuff too.
3: Yeah, that's right. Um, so, so yeah, that's I, I guess the last three years that's been my main focus. Um, you know, I, I still DJ, um, but and, and also because of the COVID and lockdown and everything, it's really kind of you know as bad as it's been, but it's kind of also given me the opportunity to focus more, on spending time in the studio and, and creating different type of work that didn't involve um, you know going out to clubbing late at night. And, and, um, you know, live, live a wild lifestyle. So, so I think that's really been um, really, really amazing for me. So, yeah, um, I, so I'm a full time composer pretty much. And, and yeah, just um, I did a um, feature film, the music for a feature film last year, which was my first feature, an Australian film, which was really lovely. Um, and then, yeah, in the last few years, I've made some music for TV series um all australian based series uh for streaming services and for australian tv as well and um what's and the, uh, as you
1: what's the film in the the series that people want to check it out
3: yeah so the film is called long story short and directed by josh lawson um and the series well the last one i did is called crackers uh, which is on abc in australia um, but i don't think it will be available overseas because a friend actually
1: can you get that on uh um okay, uh, so can't get, get it can you get it on iview do you know uh it's
3: on abc it's on abc iview
1: okay but I don't, I don't so think if it, if, if people know. are or pe- if people are savvy enough with uh vps yeah, yeah 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 that's way can... that's okay,
3: yeah okay okay yeah definitely definitely that's where I can do way um okay. cuz and... there's a, there's a few
1: shows that i watched on iview so
3: oh okay yeah yeah so you, you know your stuff yeah so so it's definitely there if you want to watch it um that's
1: that's it's the a really funny show that's what
3: it's a really funny show it's a it's like a co- dark comedy, comedy
1: okay comedy. what was the title of that one again Preppers. 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 okay you know, the
3: parents
1: the and then uh the yeah. the film is there is there any way people can watch that
3: the film is definitely on apple tv um or youtube and google play you know if you want to rent it out but um, okay. i don't think um i don't think it's on streaming yet because i'm pretty sure because it, it came out in australia at the start of the year and now it's doing the rounds in the cinemas or it has done rounds in, in cinema around the world so um so yeah i think you know it'll come out of streaming at some point but not yet yeah. okay. Um, yeah, so, so I'm working on different things and and um, the latest thing that I'm working on is, is, is as you were talking about, the, the film scoring, the, the album scoring. Um, everyone probably knows the film A Piece for Dollars uh, by Sergio Leone with the soundtrack by Ennio Morricone, who's, you know, um, you know one of you know, the most incredible composers of our time. Um, and um, and yeah, and I've been asked to to recreate parts of the score and, and, and play live and integrate it with a new score, which I was like, as if, yeah. But um, but anyway, I, I've already done a show last at the start of the year, actually, and it went really well. So so we're doing another show here in Melbourne for Melbourne Music Week. Um, and that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, and I have a cello player um, uh, accompanying, uh, accompanying me uh, during the show as well as they screen the film. So. Uh, so that would be really nice, and uh, and actually at the moment I'm just um, I'm going into the the cinema, Acme Cinema today, because I wrote the music for you know when you go to the cinema and before they screen the movies there's always the ads and stuff, and they've asked me to create like a one minute piece. They did the video and I created a one minute piece of music that will be played before they screen the movies, um, and this is like a. It's like a brand thing. It's almost like an advertising for for the cinema. But uh, but they they said you know you can do whatever you want, and so I did more of like an orchestral score with parts of electronic. And actually, Dijon Jones, which I'm sure you know, he um, he recorded some some live streams for me, and and uh, and I'm mixing it today. So I've done this little you know Melbourne Detroit collaboration, which is super, super exciting. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now I'm curious because uh, I know you and Yanni, the other guest tonight, are, are are good friends. He was the one that actually yeah. recommended having you on. Uh, how did you guys meet?
3: Uh, we met through the techno scene. I think we, we, we I can't remember exactly where it must have been through you know Stable Kevin Albert. You know you know um, must I can't remember the exact moment where we met or where, but it was definitely, yeah, through technology. It was a few years ago now, it would have been like seven years ago or something, and I remember he was like, you know, um, I love this stuff, because I was doing more live shows at the time, and he so, said, you know, I love your stuff, and do you want to do something on my label, FinAudio? And um, and I never had done an EP or anything, so he was actually, Yanni, um, you know, was one of the first people who really believed in me, which is, you know, I'm, I'm forever grateful for that. Um, and so I did an EP on his label called The Nature of Time, and um, and yeah, and then you know after that, I mean, you know, Yanni is such an amazing guy, and um, and and yes, and then after that, you know, we've just been friends ever since, and 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 you know, and every year it's just been stronger, stronger friendship, stronger, stronger, and and also obviously with Kylie, um, Yanni's wife, so we're all very, very, very close friends, uh, and you know, I, I highly respect Yanni for yeah you know, he, he never think he does too much, but he's he's always working on his music he's always always recording stuff and you know he's got this crazy spaceship in his studio and he's always you know exploring and experimenting is he's, he's incredible I, I think he's, he's really amazing so uh, yeah anyway.
1: I was gonna say speaking of studios, I see some uh, sound isolation yeah. foam behind you. you must be in your studio right now
3: I am yeah, it's like my um yeah very, very very homemade, uh, yeah, my studio is in my home, because um, I, I, I can't afford to go to one of those fancy studios uh, yet. That's, that's anyway.
1: the same as, same as Yanni, and same as probably half of us out there, so...
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly, so, um, but you know, it, it's a good room, and um, I, could, I wish I could give you a, a look, but everything's tabled up so I can't really turn around, but, um, but yeah. Well, so that's just that's what I was going to ask,
1: I was going to ask if we could get a quick tour, but...
3: I can try, but I'm just worried that if I take off other tables, it might, yeah, yeah. I don't know, what's going to But, yeah, this is my, kind of piano, weighted keys, you know, where I make most of the stuff and then, you know, I've got some scenes, like things like, like, like this, like this Digitone, which is an FM synth, uh by Electron, then I've got... Um, Oh, it my virus TI here, which I use a lot for more like sound design, like really dark, weird stuff. Um, then i It's all unplugged, by the way, because I played live. Um, and then this is my rhythm, analog rhythm, which is my sampler drum machine that I use a lot as well for live stuff. Um, and um, yeah, and that's it. The rhythm is like so yeah, I'm gonna stop
1: Cool. Now, uh, I was taking a look at your website. I see uh, a couple of years ago you actually won an award for best original soundtrack back home in Italy.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Valdarno Film Festival. So, actually, that was just before I came to Detroit when when we met in 2018. Because um, I I did the score. Um, that was actually my it was my first short film that I scored. And it ended up winning the Pom d'Or in Cannes at the Cannes film festival. It's pretty good Uh, for a first time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. I mean, what's the chance? But um. Anyway, but it happened, and uh, and then so so the film, you know, went everywhere in the world, all the festivals and stuff. Anyway, and the Valdarno, you know, obviously they liked my sound, and um, yeah. So that that's my my one and only award, and really really proud of it. yeah, <laughs> yeah, very nice. Yeah.
1: Hopefully, there'll be uh, many more to come. More,
3: yeah. <laughs> I am so true. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I never think about that. I think it's good to have, you know, that kind of recognition sometimes. But, um, but it, I don't know, it's really not what it's about for me. It's because I mean, when I see all these award things, it's like, it's, it's so subjective. What's good and what's not, what people like, what you're into. Like, I, I don't know, every time I see it, it's, it's, it's nice, but um it doesn't really mean as much as people think it means, I don't think. But, but anyway, let's talk, Anyway.
1: <laughs> now, seeing you also, uh, you you've taught music as well.
3: Yes. Yeah. Because because being classically trained in piano, obviously, you know, through the years I have taught music, but um, in the last three years, again, because that you know things have kind of been happening only for me in the last few years. But um, yeah, I've been teaching in universities here in in Melbourne, uh, Monash University where I teach electronic music production and um, and recording and production. And and also I have an electronic music ensemble with students where, um, you know, they just have all these scenes and stuff. And we just put together a short at the end of the year, which is really nice. And then the other university is the University of Melbourne, the Conservatorium, uh, Victoria College of the Arts. And then uh, they have this uh, department called interactive Interactive Composition. So again, it's about, you know, electronic music but it's more an art kind of based course and so not so technical and um, I cover for teachers sometimes where I you know talk about synthesis or I show some stuff what I do with say for example with my FM synth or you know talk about granular synthesis and but other times I have students that I follow all you know um, throughout the year and we just catch up once a week and they show me what they're working on they ask me for advice we go through things and um, so yeah, like I'm like a mentor for them.
1: So where was this at the school I went to?
3: <laughs> I know. Well, where was this for me? I never had it. Either. That's that's what I always say to them. It's like I wish I had something like that. I, you know, I always did everything on my own. And and, and to be honest, it's it's been great. Now looking back, it's like I'm kind of glad that I did it on my own. But um, but um, uh, but it, yeah, it's it's nice to have someone that can you know help out and support and you know kind of give you the extra um confidence that extra strength that you know you need when you're
1: young and making art yes so you had mentioned earlier that uh uh well at least uh is it is it all of australia that's pretty much on a lockdown or is it because i know uh yeah. mm. victoria like where you are it, it is uh kind of more recent right because you guys for at least like the Melbourne area, was hit pretty hard, right?
3: Yeah, look, we've, we, I, I don't know, at one point they were saying that we were the most locked down city in the world. Like, you know, with the loss, with the longest lockdown uh, in the world, which is insane, but, um, and it might, might might be right, I don't know, but we, we were in lockdown for a very long time. Um, and in the last couple of years we've been locked down for m- most of the two years, pretty much. But, you know, we are out of it now.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean this is unrelated to music, but uh for anyone yeah. any sports fans out there, uh seeing the, the Melbourne Demons play the uh the no. AFL <laughs> grand final, which always happens at the uh the Melbourne cricket grounds for the first yeah. time in I don't even know how many years they had to play yeah, it at like another 60 stadium. Years time.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it so. was a long time there, not one in a long time. Um, yeah, so they won, which is you know. Uh, but um. But
1: yeah, anyway, so so we're But Australia. Yeah,
3: by, by the way, yeah. I'm a I'm a footy fan. Oh oh, <laughs> oh wow! Did you come to the footy when you were
1: here? <laughs> no, it wasn't it wasn't the season. When I was there,
3: ah, so. okay, and of course might have been But we did we did oh. uh,
1: we did drive by the MCG though. Matt took me over okay. there.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, next next time. Yeah, we'll take you there for. Um, yeah, for a match, but um, but yeah. Anyway, so so yeah. In Australia, every every state is dealing with, with things differently. I think it's kind of kind of like in the US, you know. It's it's not like a national thing. It's more like you know every state just manages it as they as they think is right. So actually, I think some states are still maybe locked down. Sometimes you got like three cases and they're locking everything down and. You know, um, everyone, yeah, deals with it in a different way. But, uh, but we're just really happy now that it's spring, almost summer here. Lockdown's up for now. So, so yeah, we're just going to try and enjoy ourselves. And, you know, we're back playing gigs. And yeah,
1: that's what I wanted to, to talk about. You actually, you have some uh, upcoming gigs, right?
3: Yeah, there's actually a lot of stuff coming out, which is really great. So Melbourne Music Week is back. Um, and I'm doing two shows, one with Kevin. Uh, stable music. Um, and I'm playing a live electro set um, at sub club. This, that's on the 5th, which is next Sunday, 5th of December. Then on the 7th, I have that? another show. sub club. Um, is in this, it's in the city.
1: Um, oh, sub club, you said okay.
3: sub club. Yeah, I thought yeah, you said yeah, some yeah,
1: club. club. <laughs> sub club.
3: Okay. Oh, yeah, it's my,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just some club, you know, <laughs> <laughs>
3: just some club whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. A sub club, um, and uh, and then I'm playing at Akvi, which is a cinema in the city as well. Um, and that's where I will be doing the live score with the cellist of the Fiscal Dollars. So that's always part of my Music Week. Um, so they're the two main things that are coming up. You know, the next few days, and then um, I'm doing a back to back with Tamara Kitty, DJ Kidi, um, uh, all night at the Talking Town here, which has been postponed forever. But anyway, finally, we can do it. Um, and you know, New Year's Day, I'm playing another show, uh, live show as well. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a few things coming up.
1: Awesome. So one of the last mm. things I wanted to get from you is uh, if people like what they hear, where can they find more from you, uh, like social media, um, SoundCloud, Mixcloud, YouTube, those kind of things?
3: Yeah, so my website, my official website is ChiaraCostanza.com
1: um, Do you want to spell that for us non-Italians?
3: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's pretty easy, you know, George George Costanza from SoundCloud, that's uh, that's my surname, unfortunately. So um so Kiara and uh, and then, but that's more for my composition kind of stuff. But for techno, I've got a SoundCloud, um, Kick Drum. You can find me. Same for Facebook, Kick Drum, Instagram also, um, which I probably use more Instagram these days than Facebook. Used so much. Um, I think that's about it. So yeah, and on my SoundCloud, there's a lot of yeah, like a lot of sets, live DJ sets and so.
1: Do you have a? Band camp
3: at all? I do, yeah. I don't I use it very
1: do. much. Okay. So. I always try to promote yeah. that because I know artists get the pay, get paid the most. Yeah, I
3: know. I'm just really bad with that stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm, don't even bother. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't worry.
3: Yeah. I'm definitely not not a businesswoman. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's all right. We don't do it for that. We do it for the love.
1: Cool. Um, well, I want to say yeah. a huge thank you to you for giving us a set and uh, coming in chat with you, me. Sorry. And uh, yeah, it's been uh, Kiara kick Drop and I uh, hope you guys enjoy her set.
3: Yeah, thanks. Um, it's mainly electro, which you know I've, I've always loved, and um, I've been playing a lot more of that, you know, in the last few years. So, so I hope you enjoy. And thanks, Brent, for having me. Thanks, Yanni, as well, for suggesting and. Um, and hoping to, to be in Detroit very soon again. And I saw that movement is coming back, is that right?
1: Possibly. I mean, they said the same thing last year, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> across, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. All right. All right, well, thank you so much. Again, a huge thank you to KR Kick Drum. And uh, up next, of course, we have her set. So you are tuned into Planet Funk on 313.fm. This is Kara Kick Drum. Say huge thank you to both Yanni and Kiara. Make sure you check them out. Check out Yanni's newest album. You can pre-order it on the Machine label Bandcamp. Huge thank you as well to Speakerbox, almost at Urban Bean, Grand Trunk Club, our Pastos, Detroit Breads, Mr. Jeff of Doom, hosting all those uh, archived episodes for us. Oh, apparently that's the end. That was abrupt anyways, huge. Thank you. Everyone that tuned in and, uh,